Hey, what's going on? It's comedian Chad Zumach from the Sit Down Zumach Bunch of BS Podcast. You're listening to the Mike Sappho Podcast. Hit subscribe, bitches. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. I'm glad you remembered who I am. Shut the hell up. No, no, let, let's tell the story. I'm going to tell it. Okay. We'll name drop a little bit if you want. We're at the Friars That's Club. That's all I do is name drop. Me too. <laughs> all right, so me and Chad are at the Friars Club with uh, Jackie Martling and Jim Florentine. That's right. We hit it off. Yeah. We exchange phone numbers. Yeah. Now I'm in your wedding. Yes. Wait, like like a gentleman, I wait two or three days to text you. And I didn't tell you this part. I'm actually out. Nick's playing the Cavs like a few weeks ago. And I'm oh. telling my boys, I'm like, yeah, I was out. You know, at the Fry's Club, I met Chad Zumach. One of the dudes is like, oh, he's a funny guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I know him. I'll text him right now. So I hit you up. I'm like, what's up, bro? Nick's going to beat Cleveland's ass. Ten minutes later, I get the... Hey, bro. Oh, you're like, hey, sorry. I lost my phone. Who is this? Like I was a chick, man. You really put me in chick level. You Dude, did. I'm not joking. I, I, I even talked about it on my podcast. I lost four phones. The, the insurance dropped me. They're done with me. I'm not joking. Cause I don't, and I, now I'm backing them up. I'm very forgetful and I'm dumb. That was not a chick thing. It, it looked like a copy-paste. Like, I hey, swear. I'm so sorry. And, and then you made me send a pic. Who is this? It, was, it got a little weird. A little weird. Uh, uh, I swear to God. <laughs> on my brother's grave, that I lost my phone. Like, I talk about it on my podcast. I lost one in Houston, and I lost a, like I lost in a cab in New York. Well, that's what bothered me. It, yeah. I met you. Like, this is great. I meet you at the Friars. Yeah. I keep saying Friars. I meet yeah. you at the Friars. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, you know, because like, we're members. But this is the greatest <laughs> thing. Like, I put on a... Like, I have all tattoos and stuff. I have my backwards Yankee head on. I have on the... Uh, I have on a little like you know shirt and tie. Right. You come in there with the Cleveland hat on yeah. and like <laughs> like a Beastie Boys T-shirt. You rock. You didn't. Yeah. yeah. You didn't give a shit. No. And you and I just looking around. We were fans there. We're like, oh my god, that's so and so. Yeah. It was pretty cool there. No, man. It's 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 uh like I, we were talking off mic. Like like I do this for a living and I work with some of the uh you know best comedians in the world. But like I you know like Jim Florentine who I'm staying with. Uh, he, I'm a fan first. Like he's still my fr- he's my friend. But I'm also a fan of his. I remember growing up listening to Howard Stern and hearing about Artie Lang going on these crazy stories. And Jim would come in. And t- I go. And the first time I met Jim was in 19. Well, no, 19. 2007. Okay. And I was starstruck. I, I was shaking. I was like, oh, my God, it's Jim Florentine. You know, fast forward 2017. I'm like, I'm walking around his house in my underwear <laughs> so it's like uh you, I, I always keep it in perspective you but know? you're missing the best part of the story i meet you i'm like oh so where do you live in new york and you're like oh i don't know i'm like dude i'm not coming to your house yeah. where do you live you're like no i don't know <laughs> you didn't know where you lived you didn't know where you were staying i don't know how to get anywhere but it was your first day and yeah. the next day you lost your phone you had a rough 48 hours in new york i'm you're gonna find out real quick throughout the course of our <laughs> new friendship that i'm a complete idiot like <laughs> I'm just a moron. I forget everything. I lose everything. You know how many pairs of Oakleys I've lost and Beats? I've lost uh, phones, sunglasses. Lo- How'd you lose your phone in the cab, though? I, I get too drunk. Oh, so you got smashed that night. I got smashed. I don't know what night it was. It, no, I, I do remember what night it was. I went to uh, Mark Norman's th- show, and I uh, I just, like, I'll be texting, and I'll pass out in the cab, and they're like, hey, get it the hell. And then I just phone then you go to call it and then they already shut it off oh, of and sold it it sold for hundred dollars in a bodega on flatbush avenue exactly yeah, it is. yeah 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 <laughs> i know it's like automatically they're like yep that's 100 bucks right there. so how'd you start like getting moving into florentine because you were in new york for how long you technically lived in new york for like a week yeah yeah it was uh, <laughs> it's a no mess. really you <laughs> it's a complete messed up situation because i was in la like i i pick up these subleases right yeah, yeah, yeah. so because as a comic you're kind of nomadic and moving around and I'm at this point in my career where I'm just kind of, 
things are happening. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, you're I, making a name for yourself. You're you're everywhere now. Yeah, so I'm getting a lot of cool opportunities, but uh, I feel like New York's a better opportunity because you know I'm a 40 year old guy and I like telling jokes and I like you know drinking beers and I'm, the, the the LA vibes is not my thing. I don't mm-hmm. smoke weed. I'm not like cool man. What's up? <laughs> so yeah, so New York's cool, man. I like it. You know, but uh. So you got an interesting life. Let's uh, let's turn the page here and put the mirror on you. Well, the thing is, I'm not allowed to talk about what I do for work. That's I can go on your show, not on my you're not, show. You're not allowed to talk about what you do. Not on my show. It's like this loophole with work. What? Yeah, yeah. It's really re- you can't mention it. Nobody knows what you do. Nope. Like everyone knows what I do for work, but I'm not allowed to mention it on my show. It's like a loophole with the department. Really? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually like I went down with the legal division. I had to make sure everything was okay. And basically, they're like, hey, you can do your show. The only thing you can't do, you can't have, you can't interview someone from jail, and you can't basically say what you do for work. So I can't be like, oh, I have this job, but I can come on, and I'm serious. So you can't tell tales from work? Nope. I, I can tell tales. It, it's such a loophole on your show. I know we're going to do a swap cast. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. It sucks. It's like, Yeah, I know. I, so I'm I, doing a swap cast, so you're, t- you're on my show. Yeah, but I, I, I can't. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's so But you're on up. my show. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the Mike Sappho podcast, yeah, they fucked me. It's it's weird. It sucks. It does. I have such cool stories. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like such cool guests. I know. Son of a bitch. I know. We'll, we'll get to that at the end. We'll, you know what? Maybe we'll stop. You know what? I never get interviewed. No. So how about you flip it? Okay. All right. Let's interview Chad. Okay. <laughs> it, it is weird because when I get interviewed. Okay. So how'd you end up living with Florentine? You you went over that. You subleasing a place. Yeah. No, it was just I've I've known Jim forever, and there's it's not that interesting of a story. Okay. It's just uh, I got screwed over uh, on a sublease. And oh. I had to, I had to get out, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, where, do, where am I going to go? Because my play, like I I got a guy in L. A. subleasing that, and I'm like, I can't kick him out, okay. and so I'm like, Screw and you want to be in New York? Yeah, I do want to be in New York, but I travel every weekend, and I, you know, Jim's is just the next logical place. It's close to Cleveland. My mom, she's there. She's sick right now, so okay. it just makes a lot of sense, you know. Is yeah. it, is it, it sounds corny, but is it fun living in Florentine? I just picture being funny, like everything you do. What are you doing, stupid? What are you, five, putting milk in your seeds? Is he just negative? What's wrong with you? Stop it. <laughs> no, he, uh, no, he's, dude, he, you know, he switched, he, like anybody, he flips the script. He, of like, course. When he's at home, he's a dad. He's a great dad, but he's still, you know, immature and does his thing. But he's, you know what I've, I've learned about a lot of these Perfe- these comedians that have made it because you know Jim has made it of course and Frank Yankers hanging out with Eminem believe me you made it yeah, yeah I mean he was Eminem's house and you know like it's you've made it yeah he was on my podcast tell me yeah so I'm at Eminem's birthday party I'm like what guy come are you kidding me you drop yeah. hang out with fucking Eminem you ever tell you a story about when Eminem would prank him no Eminem so well, they did crank Yankers they did some fake phony phone calls so so like like he's a like Eminem's a fan of Florentines right and. So Eminem, what he would do was uh, he would basically call Florentine from a uh, restricted number <laughs> and prank him, and, but Jim knew it was him. Wait, so wait, Jim knew Eminem was calling him? Yeah, well, he could tell the voice. It was okay. a really bad – he was horrible at pranking. So, but Jim pretended like he wouldn't know who he was. Okay, okay. Just, just for the, just so he could keep calling him. He's like, he goes, I, I kept it going like, oh, man, you got me. Oh, man. And he kept doing it. So he see because he wanted Eminem to keep calling. Look who joined us. Wait, so I got to put his mic on. All right. People who listen to the Mike Sappho podcast know who this is. He only, Now, Chad, I'm going to tell you why you should be privileged. <laughs> Can we tell his backstory? Yeah, of course. His backstory is sick. But here's the best part, Chad. He only comes on. What's up, bro? He only comes on good shows. And this is no bullshit. I'm like, hey, Simba, so-and-so is coming on. Okay, I'll let you know if I have work. Is the mic on? The mic's on, Simba. Okay, it, the show has to be worthy for me to step on. <laughs> really? So, like... It is worthy. Cheers. Holy Simba, cheers. cheers, Simba. I'm into this. 
Simba. So I'm I'm worthy guest. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. From, put, some... from 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 the land, from the land. Yeah. You know, you gave us the king. You know, we gotta honor anybody who gave us the king. The, LeBron straight James, up, straight up. Yeah. Well, so here's Simba. So let's talk a little about the land because you're a big sports guy. Well, let's give Simba's background and we'll get back to the land. Sounds good. <laughs> Chad, take over the show because you're doing your show too. Well, really? Well, well okay, okay. What's your relationship? Okay, where are you from? What's going on? Tell me who you are and how we met and stuff. Oh my gosh. Uh, born and raised in Zimbabwe. Okay. Um, Was that near Harlem? <laughs> <laughs> I just moved. I lived in Harlem for two and a half years. Yeah. Uh, when I moved into the city, I recently moved into a uh, Borough Hill downtown area in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, but uh, how I met Mike is like kind of like how I meet most people. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways, we we met at the bar. We met at the bar at this bar. Uh, Kentucky, and then Chad. Here's the best part. Like three months later. I'm like, you know what? I want to go to Zimbabwe. I'm trying to go to every country in the world. I'm like, oh, my God. I know a dude. I hit up Simba. He goes, let's meet. I said, okay, let's meet on this boat. We'll have a little Sunday fun day action. <laughs> Loser having Sunday fun day. What a What's wrong with you, Sunday fun day? Grow up with that name. So we, we go to the There's boat. fun about a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it work is on Monday. So then Simba shows up on the boat. He goes, hey, what's up? I just got back from a church. I said, oh, my God. This dude was maybe a little different from 20 minutes later. Shirt off, screaming. Okay, sir. Yeah, so Simba's out of control. Hey. We, we still haven't gone to Zimbabwe three years later. <laughs> I'm a PK. I'm a pastor's kid. You know, I was raised in the church, so I believe in, like, having a balance. You know, Balance? I, I, I enjoy, like, like work like, hard, play hard. Pray hard. Absolutely. Party hard? <laughs> Party hard. <laughs> I, wait, Simba, I want to finish up. The, we're going to have some fun. I want to hear one other thing. How'd you meet Jim Florentine? Uh, I'm met, curious. I met him in 2007. I was a fan of the Howard Stern show. That's the reason why I got into comedy. Artie Lang and uh, you know I, I you know I remember my my good friend Joe Howard. He's a comedian friend that we we work with. Was touring with Jim. He met Jim randomly, same way I did. Like just and he goes, "Hey, uh, Florentine's uh, gonna meet at the probably want to come down and meet him." I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll come down and meet him. And I met him. I was starstruck. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Jim Florentine!" And like I said, fast forward, I don't ten years later, a decade later, I'm you know we're we're best friends. It's kind of cool how things happen. It just organically becomes something. And you know what? I like Florentine, and I was an Opie and Anthony guy. Yeah. So Norton would always tell me, like, not tell me, he would tell the audience, like, I live with this guy, Florentine. Yeah. And, like, YouTube was still, like, kind of early. Mm-hmm. So you would YouTube Florentine things. I'm like, oh, this guy's pretty funny. But I wasn't a Stern guy. Yeah. So it was always Opie and Anthony. And then once, I guess, the show stopped having as much radio beef, Florentine would come on. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's radio gold. Yeah. He's like the... He's one of the, his whole take on fantasy football and dating. He just crushes it with everything he does. He's a, he has a unique voice, li- literally a unique voice, and he has a great perspective on things. And he's not afraid to take the unpopular opinion. Wait, I'm gonna tell you a good Florentine one. Even sure. though you have a million stories. I go down to see him down in Point Pleasant. Okay, I take my parents. My he does my show. He's like, oh, I'm down Point Pleasant tomorrow. I'm like, oh, let's go see him. My parents, they live down the shore. We go see him, and now the show's over. He's like, oh, what's up? He's like, I'll talk to you outside. Some girl comes over to him. She looks pretty hot, like oh yeah, like smoking hot. Yeah. And she went up to him. She's like, "Hi, Jim. Can I have a picture with you?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." Nice. Takes a picture with her, and then she goes, uh, "I met you like seven years ago. You were like with Dice, She's like, but I looked so ugly back then." And he had she had a picture of them two from seven years ago. She goes, "But you know, I got divorced. I look so good now, and I you know working out." Like she had the fake chest, yeah. and Jim's like, "Yeah, you, you know, you look really good." He's like, "Text me that picture." <laughs> And, and she's like, yeah, wait. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm waiting there with my mom to meet Florentine. Yeah. And I'm like, 
it's weird. Even though like I have a little podcast, I know exactly what he was doing. And I'm like, crap. I hope he remembers me because I'm telling my mom, my girlfriend, oh, Florentine knows me. I, he did my show yesterday, and now I'm standing like in the background, I'm letting him kick his game. And he's like, oh, just text me a number. You look a lot better than seven years ago. You still look great. And she's like, oh, like yeah. Like she was being nervous. Like listen, uh, text me now. It's a he gives a number, and she texts me. I got it, uh, Hannah. Let me sell some shirts. Oh, and then he remembered me, but yeah. oh, the girl smooth. She slid right in. And he he saw what she was doing. He went right into it. Oh, that's a good road comic right there. Oh, he he was so smooth. He texted me that number. I'm like, damn it, that's yeah, gold. I've seen him do it. That's, oh, that's great. <laughs> There's a million. We got a million of them. He's great now. T- touring as a comic and Simba, jump in whenever you want. Touring as a comic and stuff. Is it like a lonely experience sometimes? Like this is fun. We're hanging out. You're a yeah. New York guy now, but is it lonely if you're in St. Louis next week? Um, which I am, by the way. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw your website, chatzumach.com. I got I to gotta get a new website, too. Um, so, yeah, if anyone listening, I need a new website. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very uh, nomadic, and it can be lonely, but I almost prefer to be alone at times. Like, I really enjoy being alone. It's mm-hmm. just... Uh, you know, as you get older, you start hating more people. So yeah. <laughs> you're just like, I, 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 you know, in this day and age with uh, everything, you're, you're never alone, really. You got, mm-hmm. you got the phone in your hand. You got Netflix. There's, there's all you could call someone. You could text, tweet. It's like I'm, I'm constantly staying busy. So it's not that it's not that bad. We we're talking off mic. You're like, oh, it must be the life doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like anything you do. It gets old. You can have the coolest job in the world. Like what's what would be the coolest job in the world? Cinema? What, what would you do? The coolest gig. The coolest gig. Mike, what would be the coolest gig See, for I me? think, and this sounds silly. For me, because you know me. What would be the coolest gig for me? Simba, I don't, re- you're so random and you're so irresponsible. Simba <laughs> couldn't have a regular job. Really? Chad, we'll hit him. Zero. Chad, and here's why Simba and I are such good friends. It's because we respect each other's flakiness. I'm like, Simba, let's meet up tomorrow at noon to watch Manchester City soccer game. I'll be there. Zero. I don't see him for like six days. Really? I'm yeah. sorry I overslept. Like, he's great. Simba, you, I don't think you would have a, uh, you know what, you're a good person. You, you like helping people. You really do. Yes. I think like I would get like most value of anything that I give to people and like whether they like however they receive it mm-hmm. as long as I'm feeling like I'm like fulfilling somebody's like needs. Can you hold on one second? Simba's going to buy me another beer. Is that cool? <laughs> He's going to help Chad. <laughs> Chad, <laughs> you want to? Chad, I, I'm going to tell you why Simba's great. Because you have a, a ton of listeners, I think. So Simba's going to give his Twitter app. Here's why Simba's great. He'll come out. We're at Jack Dempsey's, 36 West 33rd Street. Simba will get boxed off his face, legit, 3 in the morning. Yeah. And then, like, you can't find him. And if he sleeps at Dempsey's. He does. He sleeps at the bar. <laughs> and then he'll wake up. A lot of times. He'll wake up here at 8 in the morning. He'll text me, Mike, I'm off to Habitat for Humanity. So he's throwing up, but he's building a house trying to fucking oh, yeah, help yeah, somebody because yeah. he's such a good person. I can never sleep. Like, after 8, I'm up and doing something. No matter what I do the night before. I can get home. Within an uh, like one hour, I can walk in my house. So you can bounce back. Like oh, he, he, puke, puke and rally. That's Simba's motto. He, yeah, he, yeah. Hashtag puke and rally. Chad, and it's not even about that. It's about like the responsibility that we have as humans. That's yeah. how like look at it. Like it's like individuals. When I commit to something, especially if it's something that is important. Like if I commit to some like to uh, Mike saying like, hey Mike, we're gonna watch like Man U. I'm a diehard Man U fan, but like at the end of the day. I can skip on that. It won't affect anybody. So you're a really good guy but and a piece of shit. <laughs> a mixture. I feel like a mixture. mixture. Chad, a mixture. I feel like every human being is that. I'm just honest about like being that. Chad, how about this? Like, <laughs> the first night I meet Simba, uh, we ended up at some rooftop bar in the meatpacking. But yeah. I mean like a legit place that we shouldn't have been into. But sure. real quick, I'm, 
we uh, meet Simmer out, and this, we, meet this, we know this Colombian girl, and she shows up. They're like 9.7s. Like, oh, you want to come to Rooftop? Simba's in a ripped T-shirt, like a NYCFC shirt. I'm in like, I was coming from the game, in yeah. my defense. Yeah. So, so now, Chad, we get upstairs, and Simba takes out his phone. I'm like, dude, that's like an iPhone 2. He's like, I have a drunk phone and a regular phone. So when he goes out, he takes his drunk phone because he knows it's going to break. He's going to lose yeah. it. Like, he need, Chad, that's a level you need to be on. Yeah, well, I'll lose both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's. I'm down to the iPhone six, and I, I have no insurance anymore because I lost all my phones. But wait, since we're plugging, tell me about your podcast because I truly enjoy your podcast. I just told you off I mic. Oh, it was so cool that you you listen to my podcast all the way to Greece. Greece. Uh, I, I went to Greece and Egypt, and I I downloaded like I don't listen to music, so I don't listen to podcasts. That's yeah. all I listen to. Sure. And I'm like, all right, I, I go through, and I just met you a few week, a few weeks early. I'm like, oh shit, Chad has a, a podcast. Yeah, and I'm really I, good at promoting it. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> which no one, I meet you. I'm like, he's like, oh, you're Mike. You're the you know your profession with a podcast. You didn't even tell me you have a fucking podcast. I'm like, Chad, you should promote your shit yeah. at the Friars Club. I know, but I know. You, you know it was great. So now you had like Eric Nagel on, Liz Melee, who I know. It's a great story how we met. You had Florentine on, so tell me about your podcast, how you got into it, and you love doing it. Well, I was in radio for back in Cleveland. I, I got a radio gig because of Artie. Artie Lang was my idol, and I wanted to get in radio, and I had a good position. I've talked about it a million times on my mm-hmm. my podcast about how I got in radio and how I got fired from radio. But well, I, I actually don't know how you got fired. Uh, you know what? We don't have to talk about that. I'll talk about no, it. No, it's no, just I, I so, but long story short, I, I just needed an outlet. I was like kind of in a weird situation, so I just started it, and I got all my... Listeners that were listening to me on my old radio show, they came over. Then I lost the hosting. I had to start over. And it's mm-hmm. just a conversation. And we all got podcasts. But I just do, you know, it's like if you like the person, you'll follow them yeah. forever. And uh, it's a it's a nice, loyal little fan base. But I, I just have comic song I like or people just in general. It doesn't matter who they are. It's just like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same shit. It's the same shit. Well, promote your podcast. <laughs> give the fucking name, Chad. He doesn't even give so a name of his podcast. Lane, like I know, like I mean, like it's, 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 you, you know, Jim Florentine. That's his. That's his roommate. He's roommates with Jim Florentine. Yeah. No shit. You see <laughs> about that? Are you pretending like you know him? No, I do. I do. Like I know, like already, I know because like they're like comedians. Who also like like sports? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. See, like uh, Florentine's a big Dolphins guy. Too. Yeah. So like I like I love Marino. Like, it's like uh, what's his name? Uh. Uh, more like what's his name? Who was on like Fox? Um, Jay Moore. Jay, oh, Jay Moore. Jay, Jay Moore. Jay yeah. right. He was kind of like Jay. he was like the same thing. Like you know, I used to listen to, like that type of shit. Like it's like comedians. Like they're funny. They bring humor to like sports. It's like Frank Caliendo. He did the impressions and stuff. Yeah. I did a podcast with Jay, and I had his mic shut off the whole time. No, no, he <laughs> never. Ever, no, he didn't. I was the worst. I'll play it for you. I'm I, like, wait, what wait, the wait. fuck? I, so you did that purposely? No, it was an accident. I was, oh. <laughs> I, I opened for him at the Pittsburgh Improv, and uh, we did it in the green room, and I had his mic off to shut off the whole time because I didn't have headphones. So, oh, you want to hear my? Well, I had one podcast nightmare. Yeah. Um. So we both know Liz Melee. Yeah. You want to hear? Yeah. Okay. Talk, talk to talk so, about Liz. Okay. Oh, I'm a my profession. Mm-hmm. I'm working. I'm 21 years old. 14 year, 15 years ago. Yeah. I'm standing on the corner of 42nd Street and like Seventh Avenue, mm. and I'm there for like it's January. 2004, and there's this like hot chick standing there, like handing out flyers to some comedy thing. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I have my little uniform on, so I went, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, I'm legit standing next to her because there's like homeless people, like, yeah. kind of being dicks to her. So I'm like, hey, if you need help, I'm here, ma'am. Yeah. 
here, here to protect you. Yeah, serve and protect. Yeah, serve and protect you, ma'am. I like. I think people know what I'm doing now. So, uh, so her and I just like legit became friends. Yeah. So I worked um, seven thirty at night to four in the morning for like three months. That was my working schedule, and I would like leave work, jog over to her. She'd go do a set for ten minutes, like, and I was just standing, and it was snowing out, it was raining out, whatever. So I'm like, hey, um, would you like to like maybe go on a date? And she's like, yeah, I would. I'm like, holy, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't know Liz didn't drink. <clears throat> we go to a bar in the I village. I didn't know that either. Yeah, we didn't. We go to a bar in the village. <laughs> yeah. um, I get her into the bar in the village. She was not 21. I get her in the bar in the village. That's probably why she's getting so much shit done because she doesn't. Drink. Yeah, because she's fucking normal. <laughs> yeah. So I get um, I'm, I'm young. I'm, I get sloshed. I, yeah. I get destroyed. I'm like, Yo, let's go have my friends. Yeah. We go. In, we end up in Chinatown. We have like a food fight in the street. She's like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? It was our first date. So she leaves. She's like, I'm going home. I'm calling up. I'm like, listen, I'm coming over. I, I, I gotta talk to you, please, please. She's like, listen, it's a first date. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you fucking psycho? Yeah. I show up at a place. We start making out. You know, maybe second base action. I'm yeah. a little aggressive. She's like, yeah. yo, get the fuck off. She has like 10 cats running around. She's like, get the fuck out of my place. Yeah. Seriously, get the fuck out. Yeah. Don't ever fucking talk to me again. I'm like, holy shit. So I leave. Now I'm going to work. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going I'm to get fired. She's going to tell people that I, I touched Me you. too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, she's going to tell people I touched the boob. Like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I purposely go to my boss. I'm like, hey, no, don't put me in that corner anymore. I want to do something a little more scarier. Right. Never, I completely lose touch with it. That was it. Around a year ago, my buddy was like, yo, there's this funny-ass comedian on TV. Is this the one that we like, were rookies with? Yeah. It was her. She was on fucking Comedy Central. Yeah. I hit her up. She comes on the show. And then we've been friends since. Aww. But dot, 14 dot. 14 years later. Yeah, 14 years. And she, meanwhile, I meet her. And she's like, hey, are your friends going to be there? I'm like, yeah, I'll have some friends here. She's like, yeah. I, am, I don't want to meet you. So she still thought I was a creep from like 14 years ago. Yeah. But dot, dot, dot. Let's fast forward. Her and Jackie Martling destroy a podcast deal. We have the best podcast ever for like an hour and 20 minutes. Just Carlin stuff prior. Yeah. Stern, crushing it. My girlfriend goes to edit it. Deletes 58 minutes of it. Oh. We, we legit, Chad, we almost broke up because I'm like, that was one of the best fucking podcasts ever yeah. with Jackie and Liz. Liz, you know, Liz is a lot. Jackie tweets something. It blow, and Yeah, we almost, like that was that legit, she just moved in and we legit almost broke up because she fucked up the podcast. I wouldn't have broke up. I would have killed her. Yeah, I, dude. Literally and, killed OJ. And the, and the worst part, Chad, is that, is that, Chad, we're good with the mics. Yeah. And then the worst part is Jackie's like, yo, What's going on? You re- you retweeting that? You posting that? I'm like, oh, soon, bud. And I just kept like, he's old, so he forgets. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, all right, let's. That's, talk. No, that's funny, dude. But did Jay was Jay more pissed? Jay, well, no, Jay, no, Jay doesn't give a shit. Uh, Jay's an interesting character. I, um, I'll, I'll say, uh, Jay, I was a fan of. Sometimes you shouldn't meet your heroes. Yeah, because they will disappoint you. And okay. Jay Moore was one of those guys. Okay, that's fair. He definitely. Well, he was a guy I used to listen to Jim Rome back in the day. Okay, I never liked Rome, but he was always he was a big guy in Rome. I'd be landscaping and I'd listen to Rome because it was on my little uh, transistor radio, uh-huh. and uh, he would fill in for him. And I thought he was talented and funny, and uh, you, know, I, you know, Jay Moore was a name. But and then uh, we did Rock on the Range together and got the you know exchanged phone numbers. We we hung out all night. He was a cool mm-hmm. dude, and then uh, he asked me to open for him, and he just. You know, became kind of a dick. Yeah. So I was like, I, uh, it, it, it kind of like, it's cool sometimes to meet your heroes, but sometimes it's just. Uh, yeah. I always got like, and you know, we talk. We both love Obi and Anthony. Yeah. You were an Obi and Anthony guy, right? I was late to the game on O and A. Okay. Cool. But I, 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 I got a board. Okay. So I'm O and A from legit day fucking one at WNEW. I was serious XM. Obi okay. Okay. Simba, jump in whenever you want. Obi yeah. and Anthony, WNEW, legit day one when they were like fighting Carol Miller about the Rock in New York. People hated them. 
I listened to him, and Jay Moore would call in. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy is, he gets it. He was like a big promoter of Opie and Anthony. He would go on Rome and be like, okay, terrific. Like, give Opie and Anthony drop-ins. And then, like, as he got a little more famous, he kind of, like, pushed away. I'm, I don't, he always rubs me. I'm not the biggest Jay Moore guy. I don't know him. But I'm yeah. saying I, I just always got a vibe. No, that's not, it's a, it, I mean, that's a lot. I, I speak on behalf of a lot of people that yeah. Jay's a little shady. You know, mm-hmm. and I think Jay's got his, I mean, I mean, we're comics, so. Of course. I don't judge him on having problems, but, uh, yeah, it just, you know. He's a guy I, I, I didn't want to go out of my way to keep in touch with. Okay, that's, you know, that, what a, that's a diplomatic way to put it. <laughs> now, let's talk some land fucking sports. Fuck yeah, because we're with Hoops guys. Land fucking sports. The that's land. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Ba- Simba and I, baseball, shoot. basketball. Name a sport we're fucking into Any it. sport. Hoops. Let's go, Hoops. Let's go with the Knicks. Let's uh, go. All right, let's ask. We're going to go back and forth. By, by the way, LeBron beat that Knicks ass. Okay, stop. First beat that Knicks Wait, wait, we beat you. Ass. We beat. Like, yes, can, can, He's can, the king can, of New York. No, no, we beat oh you guys. Gosh, okay, so like, I want to bring this up because like, this shit yeah. right here was like, it was beyond, it was like below what LeBron is. Yeah. Can we like talk, address that, that tweet and like, what like LeBron like KD is doing the same thing and I'm like guys you're better than that you are better than this yeah you know like there's no reason for like LeBron to stoop this law about saying he's the king of New York yeah well you know we already know you're the best player where I know you're the best. There's player. a reason why LeBron James is on every. He's on every Sports Center, and he's in every magazine. He knows how to keep his name going through the news cycle. He's and almost doing what like, Trump's doing. He just he, he keeps his name out there, and he'll. I say, agree. With, I, I agree with you 100 percent to some extent, uh, for reasons that I will not name. Sure. Uh, but like with that said, LeBron, you're LeBron. You're the greatest player. You don't have to like troll like New York fans. Yeah. You know? Like there's no reason for you to do that cuz like but, that but cuz that but, next thing you know that's the lead story on Sports Center and it keeps his name and it his is, brand but, like, it makes, like, He's people, a businessman. Yes, it is, but like it makes people who have always defended Trump like myself. Yeah. Then go like eh, that rob, that robbed me the wrong way. Sure. As a as a LeBron fan, I've always and like Mike yeah, well, has known me for is, 3 years. Sim is the biggest front runner and not a bad no, way. I'm not a front runner. Okay, Simba, watch this. I like winning. All right, Simba, who's your favorite yeah, I'm a, I'm a Who's your favorite college football team? Uh, Kentucky first and then Alabama second. Okay, but well, like I have a defense. Bond. Here's the thing. My my parents moved from Lexington, Kentucky to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Okay. So like I've had the opportunity of not like only like living in like the greatest like college sports town like uh in basketball sure. but also in football. Okay. So like as long as there a connection to the place yeah. and not just the picking up, you know, 100%. like right. like like last year uh 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 who won the Super Bowl? I'm blanking. Who won the Super Bowl last year? New England. Yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah the Patriots. Patriots. Why, why? It, it was like, like the Atlanta. biggest comeback of all <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, of course. I, I, I'm just blanking out. From the greatest quarterback of all time. I had four hours sleep. That, so Chad, that's Simba's team also. He's a Patriots fan. Well, also. yeah. Oh, and that's- and I, I also have like an emotional like, attachment to the Patriots because that was the first Super Bowl that I ever watched. He finds, I, he'll fa- find a loophole my, in everything. No, I know. Think, Favorite soccer, honestly, Manchester United. My family moved here uh, in 2000. Okay. Yeah. In 2000, uh, from t- uh, right after the Super Bowl, right, Baltimore won. The next year, guess who won? It was St. Louis versus uh, yeah, the Patriots. Gr- it was the greatest show on turf versus yeah. the Patriots. And like the Patriots were the underdogs in that game. And I said I would root for the underdogs from the get go. And right. like Tom Brady became like my biggest friend, like my biggest like uh. Well, Simba, 
this is what this is your homework assignment. Uh, yeah. Since we talk about the land, yeah, uh, I'm gonna let you become yeah. a Cleveland Browns fan for the next remaining games and just <laughs> watch every minute of that. Just watch it like I do and just take it all in. Joe brother, Thomas, brother. I love him. I root for you. So I root for you guys so, so much because you ha- you've you've like recruited so many like talent from like the SEC programs. Yeah. Like uh, Joe, uh, what's his the kid like the co- uh, cornerback from like uh, just for the record, it wasn't me that did it. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> Chad, thank you for Joe Justin. Hayden. <laughs> yeah, Joe Hayden. I'm friends with Joe Hayden. I love oh, really? Joe Hayden. Oh, I yeah. love Joe Hayden ever since he was in like in Florida. I'll, I'll give you his phone number. You can he call was him. like a star, <laughs> and I was like, dude, like you guys, like you guys have consistently gotten talent. But like the talent hasn't like matched up with the coaching, yeah. and that's been the biggest problem. I'm talking about Joe Hayden, T.J. Ward. I can get uh, T.J. on your podcast, by the way. We, oh, we're gonna I'm we're gonna talk about training pod. Let yeah, me, yeah. Hey, l- let's go real quick. Would you be okay? Oh, what's up, Will? What's up, Ben? Would you be okay if LeBron leaves? Yes, you're okay with LeBron well, leaving. Do you guys? Before we jump into this, th- this is a known. Everybody on my podcast knows this. Yeah, everybody yeah. back in Cleveland mm-hmm. knows this. Mm-hmm. I was one of the original guys. Oh, tell the story. This is a great story. I told you, right? At the, at the Friars Club. Tell Simba. Simba, listen Simba, to this. Simba, like this is a true, it's documented. I was part of the group, the the few that burned LeBron's jersey when he went to South Beach. But listen to this. You, weren't, you, were, you were on TV. It was it was my uh, a buddy of mine, Jason Heron. You did the unthinkable. We were, no, we were, bro- we were heartbroken. We couldn't believe this happened. He set up this huge thing, and next thing you know, he's going to Miami. I thought he was going to the Knicks. And um, we couldn't believe he did it that way. He did it in a remote location. So we're all, like, devastated. Up this, here, he did. Remember, we, we talked about this. We thought he was doing it in New York. I, I hate to say that, that that was Cleveland's 9-11. It was. Uh, no, it was. No, <laughs> no, it was. It was. But, Chad, remember, he hurt the Knicks. He hurt everybody. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> we're good, we're good. My, my mic is off. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think life. I don't even think I can take credit for that because well, uh, that? I think I heard it somewhere. I don't know where, but I. Uh, so long story boring. We basically went to uh, the parking lot. My jersey. My buddy had lighter fluid because he just he had the foresight. Next thing you know, we're just we're having a little good old jersey burn. <laughs> and ne- and there was a local news camera from Channel Five, the uh, the the uh, ABC affiliate in Cleveland. And a reporter there filming it because my one friend had the foresight, like let's see what happens. Called him, so we're filming the jersey on fire. It's local news. Next thing you know, forty minutes later, my jersey's being pumped into the decision split screen. Michael Wilbon, LeBron, my jersey. LeBron's watching my jersey on fire. Now, Chad, were you? That was your jersey specifically. Yes, that, that one was on the, your jersey. Uh, yeah, my jersey oh my made it. It made the decision. Were you Chad wow. Zumach like back then? People, knew, were you a comedian? Well, I was Did on the you, radio. I was kind of so like, people yeah. knew who you are. Like, yeah, I was well known in Cleveland, really well known. So, so you're well because you had a good show in Cleveland. Uh, yeah, at the time it was a good show. It was like a really popular. All right, show. So you had a popular popular show in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And you now you know what sucks? There wasn't Twitter back then, big time. So you could, were you on MySpace broadcasting it, but no one believed no, it. No, it was it was uh, Twitter was there. Okay, it was okay. Fa- Facebook. It was two thousand what uh, ten. Okay, okay, Twitter was just born. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twitter was just started. Yeah, because I said Twitter. some messed up things about LeBron. I had to go back and delete. Me too. I said some. Ne- well, Ooh, obviously you did. I would never deleted a single tweet. In my I, life. But now, go back now. You're okay. So tomorrow, Le- LeBron goes to the Lakers after this year. You're okay with it because he brought a title to the land. Okay, so okay. Long story short, in my opinion, the greatest sports story of all time. He goes away to South Beach, learns to be a champion. Cleveland just we never make the playoffs. 
He comes back to a losing organization in his prime. Mm-hmm. Promises is he will win a championship for the city of Cleveland. Comes through on that promise and one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the NBA. Yes. 3-1 on Golden State, one of the best teams in basketball. We have a parade, millions of people, and all is forgiven. We love LeBron. Okay. Free agent, good luck. Thank you so much. Very fair. See, that's that's a fa- that's fair of you. Yes. And here's the thing. As a LeBron fan, first of all. Yes. A sometimes LeBron fan. No, I'm a LeBron fan through and through. But you're not happy with the King of New York. Yeah, that stuff was like, being, like here's the thing. Okay, you're, you now can, you're back on board. <laughs> <laughs> I can be. You just had 30 points. LeBron, I'm back on board. Like, yeah. like, little like minute things, but like overall, I'm a LeBron fan, and like I was a LeBron fan from day one. Yeah. Because I feel like here's the to this day, I can understand like people saying like Michael Jordan was the greatest player of all time. Like, for so many reasons. I've seen, like, so many footage. I've, w- I've watched, like, Michael Jordan towards the tail end of his career yeah. be as great as he was. Yeah. But in my opinion, <clears throat> the body of work, given what LeBron has done in this, like, climate that, like, we live in. During the social media like, age yeah, and the climate. He's yeah. undeniably the greatest player that we've ever seen. And who go down as the greatest player of all time. Well, here's the thing. He's only 32 years old. Yes. That... Is also like another thing that gives LeBron the edge over like the greatest four time well, MJ. Well, here's the thing: people are judging LeBron now no. against Jordan. Judge him when it's over. Yeah, he'll, because he'll, I think, he'll still have two three like, rings. Yeah, and like here's the thing: even if he doesn't win another ring, which in won't. my opinion, in my opinion, LeBron mm. is very limited to how many rings he can win, and like uh. for for so many reasons, right? And like, uh, but given that, even with like the body of work that I can judge him like today, well, just with his humanitarian work, like he yes. he built, he's building a school in Akron, his yes. own school, and his that. I promise campaign. As somebody who I, somebody who appreciates, like, as a guy who does a lot of charity work. Yes, yes. Huma- humanitarian, like, <laughs> no. yes, you do. No, I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, as somebody who cares about like people, like the community, sure. and like other things. No, like, I, I, I respect the guy who like. Who like risk his reputation? He takes chances. Yes, to like help other people, as opposed to the guy who like said like, "Hey, Republicans buy like my shoes too, so I won't like take a stand." Like I know what you're saying. He puts himself. Listen, we have to take a stand for what we believe. He's the closest thing, and I and I don't even want to compare him to this level because they were way different times. To like a Muhammad Ali, yes, outspoken Kareem. He's Kareem. like a Kareem. He's like yes. a Kareem. He's like a Muhammad. And like for that, he's surpassed. Yeah, like MJ, in my opinion. Oh yeah, uh, MJ. I love Michael Jordan as a player, but he was an asshole. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Like, now, <laughs> I, so, so listen, we we covered basketball. We covered football. You an Indians fan? Of course, I'm a Cleveland sports fan. Okay, who's your football team? Ohio State. The, the Ohio State. You know what? I'm. I, this is a true story. Like, yeah. I get a lot of. Uh, Criticism because I'm not an Ohio State fan, okay. and, it re- and I'm not even. Oh. It's not because I'm a Michigan fan. I just, oh. I went to Whoa. Kent State University, yeah. even though they're in the MAC and they're not on that level. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Ohio State fans are really obnoxious for not doing too much, except yeah. the Maurice Claret thing. Yeah, and then and then like the, I, I go to a bar in Ohio State's, they're up like seventy, and they're going crazy. Like it's almost like uh, Jody Foster on the pinball machine, and the, like it's, it's, he seems gross. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't like the Ohio State. Come yeah. on, stop it, knock it off. I didn't go to school there either, so 
No, can I, can I? I just became like your biggest fan. <laughs> I will download Thank your you. podcast. Buy my album, Reckless Operation, <laughs> on the, iTunes. I right mean, now. I was really like listened to, like the stuff beforehand, like today. Yeah, he was. I, I, I texted Simba. I'm like, Simba, this guy's now. coming on. He's funny as fuck. Like, dude, like, just look him hilarious. up. It's hilarious. Simba's like, I'll be there. Oh, shit. Now, now Chad, I'm going to ask you another thing about your podcast. You're a Simba guy now. I'm a Simba fan. How about that? Let me ask you a, a podcast question. Sure. You're on stage. You're crushing it. You have the audience laughing. You know, that hypes you up. When people laugh at you, you get hyped up. When you do your podcast, whether it be in a location, in a bar, in your apartment, in Florentine's basement, and you don't hear laughter in the background, is it, like, weird to keep going? Because, like, that, that was... I, I mean, I was on the radio, so I'm used okay. to that environment. In fact, I... Uh, I feel like I'm more comfortable on air than mm -hmm. I am on stage. It's just, I don't know. I, for me, I just like communication and talk. I love talking to people. How intimate. I always say podcasting, radio is the most intimate of mediums because, dude, you know, you don't know any, like, um, besides, like, reading the gossip page six bullshit, I know radio guys' wives' names and kids' names just because they talk. It's like an intimate thing it's like a relationship and, and the fans like oh. like being on radio it's because it's you're you're on five days a week four hours a day and while they, they're in traffic while they're whatever they feel like they know you mm -hmm. they feel like there's a connection there so uh, i i know radio is kind of dying but some markets it's pretty good mm -hmm. but uh yeah it's it's a different thing and i think uh for me i was always attracted much like you to radio because it's i i enjoy good conversation mm -hmm. like you said you don't listen to music you listen to podcasts I, I don't listen to any music I, I listen to music though but you don't well okay you're yeah. better than me yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying what to what music say. do you listen to the point is is I'm better than you <laughs> <laughs> now we, we talk about podcasts you, we're going to exchange guests because I've got very lucky on my podcast with some of my guests yeah I, dude I've hit gold for my listeners just okay. explain some of the people you've had okay, on I, I, it's a plethora of random ones Rob O'Neill the dude who killed Bin Laden who's coming on your show Omar from The Wire Michael K. Fucking Williams awesome. I picked awesome. up Jake the Snake Roberts down the Jersey Shore Jake the Snake Roberts sat in his bar yeah. he was here oh, oh my god Wait, yeah. greatest story ever was he drinking no he wasn't good you, you, right, I'll, I know we're gonna do a little swap cast so I email sometimes I'll sit home and I'll email like a hundred people Yeah. like hey come do my podcast I'm, I've had Jerry Cooney on I've had this one this one Kamala blah blah uh, then you know they don't write back. Sometimes they do, and I ran to Jake the Snake, and uh, we we texted once, and he's like, "Yeah, if I'm ever in New York, I'll hit you up." I hear nothing for like nine months. Yeah. My phone rings one day, and of course he's saved in my phone. I'm like, Jake the Snake is calling me. I'm like, "Hello." He goes, uh, 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 "Mike." Is it is it under Jake Roberts or Jake, Jake the Snake? snake. Okay. I'll show you Jake the Snake. Fair enough. And he, Jake the Snake Roberts, <laughs> and then he's because I know another Jake the Snake. He's like, "I'm staying at the Ramada Inn in Lakewood, New Jersey. Can you pick me up tomorrow morning?" I don't have a car. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'll be there. You gotta do my podcast. He goes, oh, how long is it? I'm like, oh, 45 minutes. Yeah, fine. I picked Jake the Snake up from the Jersey Shore, drive him up in New York City morning traffic, and he sat here and did like an hour and 20 minutes with me. Yeah. So I've had Jake the Snake, Rob O'Neill, Michael K. Williams, Jerry Cooney, Florentine, Jackie Martling. Um, you had better guests than me. Stop it. Come on. Liz Melee. We're gonna trade a guest. Any guest you want. I'll give from you me. Liz's phone number. She comes on. <laughs> You made out with her. I, I did make out. Liz, the comedian Liz? Yeah, yeah, Liz the comedian. Liz oh, yeah. You friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Liz, Liz just blew me off. I, I said, I, I, oh, I, she's doing a show now. I fucked up. Like, I, I'm so, I'm, I really messed up. Is she I, doing a show? She's doing a show tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I had to blow it off because I'm I, having I tweeted, you on the show. I saw on Instagram she was, uh, I don't know what she was doing. I go, hey, let's podcast. And she just completely blew mm -hmm. me off. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Liz. She was a good guest. Now, do you have any 
like give me a Mount Rushmore of guests on your podcast. A mine? Like a real like I've a, been so inconsistent throughout the years, but okay. Uh, I mean, my biggest get. No, yeah, you know, the four you want, your Mount Rushmore of guys you want. Ooh. Now, remember, Chad, be small. Oh, yeah. Who wants guests? But I'll tell you what's big. Remember, Derek Jeter wouldn't be a good guest because he doesn't give shit. So I want four guys who would give you shit. That's a big okay. key. Well, my first one was. Juicy. We want juicy. Okay. Okay. Juicy my, shit. Okay. All right. All right. My first one would be Derek Jeter. And. No, I'm Chad Zumog, baby. <laughs> For all reasons, if you got him to open up though on like some of those models. Oh god. Bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a stick man of the yeah, stick hey. man. But he gives gift bags. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's Very a sweet. stick man, man. Coxman of the no, year. I, I would say Peter. I mean LeBron James would be number one. Okay, fair. He'd be a good get. He'd be a good interview too. Yeah, of course. I, I mean if he it depends on, you know, what yeah, his mood. His mood and what he's trying to do. Because yeah. LeBron could be a little moody. He, Whatever. He's getting he's got very mature and old older age. Uh, okay. I'd say uh, it would be interesting. I mean, if you, anybody, you give me a top four. You have, I Trump. Okay, Trump. Fucking put Trump. On. Okay, Trump. Simba's, Simba's, <laughs> getting, Simba's getting hot over here. So Trump, LeBron. Give me two more that you really want to interview. That if you can sit down, have I'm a beer. I'm with a manga fan. I would love to talk to Trump. Okay, two more. I would love it. Two more. Mount Rushmore is um, four. Who else? Uh, just for this is this is going to be really crazy. No, it's not. Just because it's. I think we talked briefly about it. Just because he was a childhood uh, idol of mine, mm-hmm. Bobby Sura. Okay. Oh my God, Florida State number he was, three. He was my favorite college basketball player of all time. Now, have you ever tried to get him on? I'm going to Houston next week. Okay. When's this Aaron, by the way? Uh, tonight, if you tomorrow, if you want. Yeah, yeah. Plug yourself because I actually yeah plug it. Okay. If you uh, if you're a fan of uh, this podcast, I'm not talking about mine. I'm going to be in Houston next. Oh shit! I don't have oh. my phone with me. Is it? Uh, what's the? What's Saturday on your phone? <laughs> Look, Chad Zumach does not know how to plug himself. I get so upset. I'm, I'm a Chad Zumach will be in ta- in Houston on September 16th. No, yeah, on September. Yeah, at September the, the secret group. It's it's me, Florentine, Sam Tripley, Brody Stevens. Yes, from uh, Comedy Central. We're going to be at the secret group. Bobby Sura lives in Houston. I'm going to try to lock it down. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Yes! My man! I guess so got pumped. I just got three. pumped. Okay, so now I always make jokes like my four, and I'm like, you know what? I would always want to interview a president. So I always said President Bush. So you know what I did? Simba can attest to this. I wrote around 20 or 30 letters to President George W. Bush. You know what I know he does? Where do you get that motivation? He man? writes back. Really? He's yeah. like, hey, Mike. Thank you for George Bush was Jr. Or Jr. Jr. Oh. He wrote back. He George goes, w. w. Yeah, he wrote back. Hey, Mike. You know, thanks for blank, what I do for work. Um, your podcast sounds great, but I'm a little busy that day. So what do I do? I write back the next day. Hey, Mr. President, I'm free any day, any time. I'll fly down there for five minutes. He write, how many, I have 11 letters from the president. That are different from his pre- we, and I'm like, Mr. President, with all due respect, I'm never going to stop. All I want to do is talk to you about sport. You tell me the topic for five minutes. So he's on my Mount Rushmore because I harass him. Here's the thing. For J Dub, I don't even want to talk about sports. If my if my guess him, I just want to jump on that podcast and just ask about the paintings. Oh yeah, he's a painter now, he's right? A painter. Who? Oh, and like I think that's like he's like a book most, of paintings yeah. or Who's something. Who? J Dub is like one of them. J Dub, like he knows him, like he knows him. J Dub, J Dub is like one of my favorite uh, presidents. For like reasons that are like unrelated to like his political. Of course, like, oh, yeah, we're not. You know who I just worked with just for the story? I was curious. Um, 
Uh, do you remember Todd Bridges from Different Strokes? Of course I do. Willis? Yes. yes, of course. I worked with him and I hung out with him for three days straight days. And talk about like a like I wasn't like a huge Todd Bridges fan, but I was a you know Different Strokes at that time was so iconic. The show was on. Every it was a household name. Millions and millions of people watch it because t- people watched TV back then. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just sat and shot the shit with him. I had lunch with him, and he was telling me these crazy stories. There was a very iconic different strokes episode where Nancy Reagan came on to you know just say no or whatever, and he was just telling me that, like Ronald Reagan came to to the set and he was kind of a dick and he was telling me all these crazy stories. But now my my first thing and this is if if Simber and I are out and we meet somebody who's. One tenth of a celebrity. What's the first thing we do? Hey, let me get your number. Come my podcast. Did you get him on? No, he wouldn't do it. Oh, you asked him. Well, his I did. Absolutely, okay. I got his email and I emailed him and he said he said I'll give it to my management. The reason why he doesn't do it is because he talks a little too freely. Okay, okay, okay. That's fair. And that's fair. He, I, I guess he's gotten in some serious trouble. Like the mooch, Scaramucci. Yeah, he's got this mooch syndrome. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a no problem filter. Naming no names. Filters. Okay, okay, okay. That's so fair. he's like, so they, I guess they pick and choose his things. That's actually fair. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Simba just like Simba texts me. He goes, I'm at a bar. I just met. Oh, this is like two two nights oh, ago. Yeah, tell the story. Yeah, two nights ago. I met like a. I hope you're having fun, Chad. We're just kicking. Are you having a good time? We're just kicking it. Just dude, okay. we're drinking beers and bullshitting. Okay, okay. New York. Are you kidding me? I hope people enjoy this when they listen to our guests. Yeah, me too. It'd be <laughs> great. Yeah, this is like me, me and Mike hanging out with like. Wait, 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 wait Chad Zuma. Like, How cool uh, is that? Yeah. Oh, Chad Zuma. How cool is this? This is like <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so tell me uh, your night, Simba. Uh, oh yeah, so this is two nights ago. I'm just hanging out like uh, at the uh, bar right below my uh, apartment. That I go to either time. That could, that could be a problem. Yeah, that's some. Yes. <laughs> you know, like so. Anyways, um, I'm over there and like talking to the bartender. He knows me, obviously. Obviously, obviously. Um, and this dude sitting next to me says something like, um, kind of like, yeah. Last time I was in Zimbabwe, and I was like, oh shit, this dude has been to Zimbabwe. So I, I was like. Let me just say something in my native language. Say something in your native language now. So I was like, oh. Which you know. means, where's the beef? <laughs> <laughs> if, like, a shorter person ever hears this podcast to begin with, they're going to laugh at this particular, like, point. Like, because it's ridiculous what I just said. I, I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, the dude, like, turns around and goes, like, which is like, is this for real? Yeah. In like Shona. Yeah. And uh, he turns out to be like this guy who's like a two time Emmy name, award name winner. Name drop. Send a name drop. His name is uh, Kevin uh, Mambo. Kevin Mambo? Yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I Googled him. He's been everywhere. He's like on everything. He's like, uh, he just like did like Luther. I'm convinced everyone's a celebrity at this point. <laughs> Not me and Simba. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like he's been he's in Luther season one season two on Netflix yeah he's been on like so many Broadway shows he was on daytime like uh, the uh, soap opera he's like this like guy who like does like oh like oh, he, this, he like, does every, he's like super famous and Simba yeah. so Simba and like I'm sitting next to him so I'm like what the fuck yeah. but check like, you he's from up. my country he's from my home country and like it turns out he's Zimbabwean and I'm like dude like so we end up hanging out until like literally like 3, 4 in the morning he comes upstairs like uh, to my apartment we keep on drinking you know like the way like you're symboling smoking weed yeah, is- so symbol- wait a minute which is my parents I listen to this oh. 
So like I was not like signal. <laughs> what oh, you just say? Smoking I was not confirmed or denied. <laughs> no, it was like a, there were herbs. There were herbs that were being like. A, but, but now, Chad, here's why Simba's great. What does Simba do? He's coming on your podcast, Mike. That's why Simba's a wingman of the year. There you go. Now, now, Chad, I have to ask you something, Simba. You have to hear this, and we're gonna jump around. You do radio. Yeah. You do, you. So you were on. The day of the terrorist attacks in New York City, you were on Artie and Anthony's show. Yeah. Artie Lang, Anthony Cumia. Artie, like you said, uh, you looked up to him. He, you you idolized him. Yeah. And you, by the way, you could go to my YouTube cham- yeah. channel, uh, Adventures in Argyle. YouTube uh, Adventures in Argyle. And uh, Keith gave me permission to put upload it so you can watch the video. I put the whole show on there because I'm just... And you sat there. Now, I really do think you're one of the funniest guys. That's why I've been harassing you, oh, begging you to come to my show. No, I do. I, a lot. Thanks. Dude, you fucking... You crush it when you do your shit with Florentine. Like, you did it out on the couch. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You did, like, an on-the-couch interview. And I know I'm jumping off subject, and Jim Florentine's asking you played the role of, like, your wife left you. We improv that whole thing. Did you really? It was all... And he's like, like... We had no plan going in. Oh, and you're like, listen, you're a loser. You got nothing going on yeah. for you. And you're like, but my, my wife just let me... Why wouldn't she leave you? She's probably fucking someone else yeah he cried Dude, no, you, we we, uh, we improv that. Uh, that's actually one of the few things I'm really proud of. That that little video well, we did. Tell people what it is, because I dude, I loved it. Well, Pat, what, we were at, we do a festival every year called Rock on the Range. It's in Columbus, Ohio. Like it's like a, like a lot of rock bands. Like you know, Metallica was there last year. The Chili Peppers. So we did a we did a, a Pat's Blue Ribbon. We met up with these guys. They 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 sponsored these videos. Like they they gave us money okay. to fly okay. to Atlanta to film these things. So we flew to Atlanta. We filmed them. It was just an idea and a concept that we came up with, and it's, I don't know, they live on, the, go to my YouTube channel, you can watch them. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just random stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of cool. So, so now you actually, so now you're with Artie and Anthony, the terrorist attack happens, and now you're going to be on the show with By two. the way, I'm in between two of the greatest sidekicks in the history of radio. The history of radio. Ever, mm-hmm. and I always say the echelon. Anthony Cumia, Artie Lang, go ahead. I always say the echelon. And Artie's, like, dude. One of, yeah. yeah. I always say maybe the echelon, for me. It would be in no order. The most important ever in radio is Howard Stern. Yes. Sports-wise is Mike Francesa. And then for me, personally, Opie and Anthony changed radio because I thought they did the whole hang I think the reason I have a podcast, Joe Rogan says it every day. Simba, they're bringing you a beer, Simba. Yeah. They always say the re- Joe Rogan says the reason he has a podcast is Opie and Anthony. It's yeah. just dudes hanging out. No one ever thought that was that would ever work. Yeah. Like just guys hanging out. So explain what happened. You you you're scheduled to go on the Anthony Artie and Anthony show. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I've been on Artie's old show, his direct TV show, and I've also been on Anthony's show before. But now I have this new version. It's called Artie and Anthony. It's Compound Media. I'm going to give them a plug because I enjoy their stuff over there, and they're great to me. Uh, yeah, they they have me on, and next thing you know. Um, um. Okay, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Next thing that happens is the terrorist attacks on the West Side Highway when the guy ran over a bunch of people. It's, it was a big story in New York City. And but they said, hey, Chad, come sit down. So now you're sitting between two radio gods and Chad Zumox and they're ready to crush it. And, and, and we're, we're caught up with breaking news. And I happen to be with Artie and Anthony when they were both. Like, it's like uh, you played basketball, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like when you're. I scored 11 points a game in Tamiro basketball. What up? Well, I'm at three points. <laughs> so, I, uh, I'm, I'm, when you're on fire or in the zone, two guys are in the zone, two uh, radio legends, two millionaires are in the zone. And I'm in the greatest seat ever. I'm in between them, and I got to, like, I'm a fan first, so I know my place. And, you know, the guy who inspired me to get in radio. And you know, and a guy who I became a fan of later on in you know my career, 
I'm just watching two guys kill it. And if you watch the video, you'll just see me. I'm, I, it's it's laughter. I have tears coming out of my eyes. That's how funny it was. And and I, I know that some of the comments were like, "Oh, he sucks. He doesn't say anything." No, you don't say yeah. anything. You shut the fuck up because you don't want to fuck up this chemistry. These two people are in the zone. I recognize that. I was a point guard in high school. I I was. Assist, assist, assist. So you might only had three points a game, but you dropped like 11 fucking dimes and a game. And we got the win. That's all that matters. We got the win. I always say, not always, I've said to people like, dude, you got to watch this video because... You've never said it. Now, <laughs> it's weird watching... Listen, oh my... Because Anthony's show so different than so many people's and it. It's a medium that I think it might take over. Yeah. He puts up a clip. He, you, you're watching Anthony's show and he's putting up clips of the terrorist attack and you're like talking about the incident as it happened. You can watch it now. So you're reliving it and you're sitting between... It was like a heavyweight bout. They're going back and forth, back and forth. You, I don't want to say knew your place because that sounds like you're that lowers your who you are, and you're up there with everybody. No, no, I knew my place. And th- man, that that was ra- you stepped into radio gold because that's getting like a gazillion hits, and they were just great. I, I, that was one of my favorite videos on Compound Media, and just no, I still get I still get feedback to this day because of that, and I didn't do anything. That's the best part was I just sat back and I was a fan. I. But I think because I'm a laugher, like I love laughing. Oh, your laugh is so funny because you like you do laugh and then you go away from the mic as you're laughing. <laughs> well, because it's annoying. It's a real laugh, though. I know, but I work I, I, on my old radio show. There was a girl who would laugh into the mic and would drive me fucking annoyed. So I purposely laugh off mic because I just remember how annoyed I used to be by her laugh. And it, a lot of it was because it was a fake laugh. But, okay. Oh. So I. Um, Opie and Anthony used to call them the hole. Every, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. she was. She was the definition of the, the, the hole. Like two guys. Now, 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 boys. Boys will be boys. Like, always had to like kill the whole vibe of the show. She, yeah. She was. Yeah. She's the definition of the whole. Like you and uh, who'd you do it with Alan? Who'd you do it with? A guy named Alan Cox. He was a radio nomad, and then you know, he, they paired me with him. The PD saw me open for Tosh, Daniel Tosh, mm-hmm. and liked me, and. He asked if I was interested in doing radio. I'm like, are you kidding? It's my dream. And I had this amazing opportunity. We built this show. We were playing music, and it became a talk show. It still lives on. It's a way different show from what it used to be. You know, the internet never lies. So Wikipedia, is it true or I Googled you, did Jim Trestle like, give you a shout-out? Because I hate that I don't know the exact thing, and I try not to Google too much about somebody because yeah. it's like, hi, so Google's, Google's Simba, just Simba. Yeah, <laughs> you'll get nothing. <laughs> Do not Google my name. <laughs> Period. I give everybody a warning. Do not Google I hate my when, name. I hate when we go out. Okay, let's go back to like Jim no, Trussell. No, go back Jim to Trussell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, my, my first album that's not that good, but I like it. You know, there's some funny shit on there. It's Because um, you're always a critic of your own shit. I put the track at the very end because I used to wear a sweater vest all the time. It was like a thing. And I retired it when I like quit Cleveland Radio because I wanted to move on and branch out and do something different. And... At the time, people were always saying, uh, you know, you, did, you took that from Jim Trussell. I'm like, no, I was wearing this way before Jim Trussell. The Argyle sweats. So it became a thing. So we had, we did a phone with Jim Trussell. And Jim Trussell, on the track, on the, it, my album, Adventures in Argyle, it's the last track, it's basically saying, no, Chad came up with that first. He's the guy who... Oh, really? It. Yeah, yeah. So it was like an iconic thing. See, like, that makes sense now. Because, like, I was watching on my way over here. When, like, Mike told me, like, he was interviewing you. Yeah. I was like, ah. Oh, let me check out like do a little we're, like we're gonna be, we call it show prep Simba. Yeah, I was doing a little show prep. <laughs> I usually do zero show prep. I usually just show up like nothing. I'm just doing like <laughs> this time you're doing show prep. Yeah, I was like, wait, can Simba, can I tell a story? So Simba, <laughs> no, wait, wait, oh, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. And uh, so like on YouTube, 
one of the first videos that I played was of you like walking in onto the stage wearing like an aga like a, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That in was Colombia <coughs> oh, Columbus Columbus yeah Columbus, yeah, yeah, Columbus yeah. Ohio in Medellin Colombia Colombia yeah Columbus yeah, and yeah. Colombia are very different <laughs> Wait, just for everyone listening all right Chad I have to tell you why Wait, give, can you give me another, like seven minutes is that cool oh dude I'm not, totally yeah that's fine all right, I'm gonna tell a great I don't have to be the, to the bonfire until like seven all right so I'm gonna tell you a great Simba story. So I meet oh Simba and I'm like, gosh. dude, I, I, I have a hook that knows Michael K. Williams. He's like, Mike, The Wire changed my show. Like, if you ever have him on, so now I'm like, I have to get on. I, like, I was texting Michael K. Williams. We texted every day. He's like, I'm in L.A., I'm in London. I'm like, dude, I need you on my show. Yeah. One, you're the biggest name. Like, he's a, he's a get and a half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I call Simba up. I go, Simba, I got a surprise. Omar's coming on tonight. And you're a fan. Oh. Well, I like, never watched in the my Wire. opinion, in my opinion, the Wire is the single greatest. Not only is it like the greatest show of all time, it is the single most important show in American like culture. Right. Po- like literally like post two thousands, because like it was so far ahead of its you're time. A, you're a huge fan of pagers and uh, payphones. Well, <laughs> I don't. I like not so much as I am. Like, a, it's like a uh, no, no. It's a great, a huge fan of like a cultural commentary. And it was like, uh, it was like a very, it was like cultural. no. You're right, cultural commentary. You're right. That's it was, it was cu- cultural commentary, like twenty years ahead of his time. Because like the things that we see today that are being like talked about, the debates that we're having today, right? With the debates that the wire was having. In like 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. Yeah. So like, in a way, like the show was like literally like two decades ahead of his time. Oh, and the, the character Omar the is probably most complex yes. character of all time. Of all time yeah. on TV. Like that character, like what Omar, like what like Michael K. Williams played was like literally like so complex on so many different have levels. you ever seen the uh, I'm, I'm sure Jim no. Martin special the opening yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah. like Mike is actually, actually never like really so watched I never saw the wire so I didn't know who really he was so like I was yeah. try- I've, I've always tried to like explain to Mike like how important the wire is for like the American he's culture he's right he's right so now I'm gonna bring it back to show preps so now I'm like Simba Michael K. Williams is coming on I need you to co-host just cause like I'll do my normal shit when me and Mike K. Williams are talking about like having dinner at my grandmother's house like oh, we're yeah. like so we do 45 minutes. If you're listening on Chad's podcast, Mike Saffo podcast, Michael K. Williams, we do 40 minutes of just bullshitting, like talking about him smoking weed with Tupac to me and him hanging out, how we met. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to introduce Simba, who's your biggest fan. Simba's like eight beers in, four shots in. They go straight up political about like boats from Africa coming. Dude, so many people commented like, oh, my God, that Simba segment was the greatest thing. Meanwhile, Simba was... Three sheets to the wind, hammered. Michael K. Williams is boxed off his face doing shots of Jameson. We had to carry him out. Both Mike and I had been like, like we've been like doing shots like before. So you, we had two drunken debates. So, but him and Mike Williams are like a bonding over being hammered. That awesome. <laughs> Love it. You got it. Dude, you, I'm telling you, you have to come on when just random like people come on. It was like this, but like. Love to come on. Only like I've been here like 45 minutes before like we started like today. Yeah. Even like how I just, just jumped on. Like, yeah. All right, Chad, I have to, I always, hey, yeah, can you on. take a photo of this table and all of us and <laughs> yes. text it to me, would you? Of course. <laughs> now, Chad, I, to, I always ask this to everyone who comes on my show, okay? It's very loose here. I like it. Yeah, I, I always ask this to everyone who comes on my show. Okay. You and I are out. Just say this bar is packed off. It's, hold on. Let's get. Wait, let's pause the podcast as we take a picture. <laughs> we'll keep talking. Yeah, we're going to. Well, well, you know what? I, we got to smile I, 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 first, though. Talking? Right now, if you're listening, we're actually taking a picture. So, Chad can tweet it. <laughs> 
This okay. is why I love podcasting because it's like, who gives a shit? You're a fly on the wall listening. Yeah, but you know what? If you're listening, let's be honest. You're walking to the subway. You're doing yeah. something. I go, that, that's fun. Like, it's not all everything set up. Okay, yeah. so everyone who comes on my podcast from episode one to now, I ask the same question. Who's the coolest person in your phone that I can text, that you can text that would text you back? Like legit right now, like you can go through my phone. Like, who's the coolest cat that if you t- like you want to impress somebody? Where is my phone? Oh, but yeah. Oh my god. What? Y- your phone? No, your phone's in the back. You want me to get your phone? Oh uh, uh, no, I was gonna say I'm gonna fucking. You probably lost it, Chad. No, no. I What's wrong it. with you? Yeah. Um, you, what are you two? Um, because Florentine's good, but it's weird because you know him so well. Yeah, yeah. It's not even like a. Uh, no disrespect, to Jim. Of course not. I've had. I've had Chuck D from Public Enemy tweet me or text me back. That's a that's a good, now let me now I have to ask this because I want to ask more about the people you your phone. Like, how do you have money show? I'm I'm just curious because like everybody I meet, I'm like you gotta do my show. I I harass people. Chuck D from Public Enemy. I'm a bit, huge Public Enemy. I love old school hip hop. Okay. And like uh, Chuck D's the shit, and I was such a fan. I'm still a fan of his. He's just such a fucking unbelievable <clears throat> artist and person and and like. While we're on like the old school like hip hop like stuff like uh, can we talk about like how like Cleveland specifically is like such like an old school like it is like one of the epicenters of like old school like hip hop. Oh, 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 Cleveland? Like, yeah. I had no clue. I thought it was New it York. Is. I thought New York. Oh, New York is, but like Cleveland plays like a big part of like the, that. the only thing I know about. Uh, oh, okay. The only thing I know about Bone Thugs and Harmony is the Bone, Bone yeah. and Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Like here's the thing, you cannot deny that. Like Bone Thugs yeah. is like, oh no, they're the shit. But I don't think they're the epicenter. I think they they've had some cool artists coming out. I think, but like more than like what like people will try to like acknowledge. Like here's the thing, I feel like Cleveland always gets dismissed. Yeah, when the mistake on, like, by the lake. Yeah, yeah. They, they always get dismissed on like all these like conversations and like Cleveland. It, like in my opinion, in terms of like a uh, hip hop like hi- history, has had like a bigger play to hip hop history than Atlanta has. Like in oh, ter- you compare it to Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. No, 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 I'm saying like in terms of like old history, especially I, I mean, like yeah, old school history. I like go to the coast, New York, and LA. I mean, you got NWA and you got uh, a. Yes, yes, I can yes, keep yes, going yes. on and on. Wu Tang is the only thing I know. Like, Wu Tang. Yes, yep. Right. Ain't nothing to fuck what? with ever. <laughs> 36 Chambers, Simba. Simba, you but, have no idea about 36 Chambers. Dude. I just listened to 36 Chambers. You know comedian Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey? No, Black Godfrey. No. You would love Godfrey. Um, Godfrey. Oh, yeah, Godfrey. Yes. You want him? You want, guys. <laughs> this is the greatest want, podcast. Simba you guys want to hear, like, the greatest crazy thing? Like, Godfrey from, like, Nigeria? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, was, so, so like, he's, tell he's one story? of my best friends. Oh, wait, I, I don't know who he tell is. Tell your story. So like uh, I'll, you, I'll, before yeah. I moved to New York, before I moved to New York, <laughs> go ahead, Simba. This is like the craziest story. Wait, before and you get to this, go l- ahead. I was listening to Thirty Six Chambers today with him. That's the reason why with Godfrey. Yes, from like uh, he's from like uh, planes on the uh, Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Why, Simba? Do you know this guy? Guy. So like, <laughs> wait, Chad, are you having fun? Guys, That's all that matters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, continue talking. I'm going to show you this picture. Okay. That is going to blow your mind away. Okay, so we're going to blow your mind. But I only have two more questions. So, Chad, finish up. So, besides no, I, Chuck D, who else is cool on your phone? Because that's here, usually, Here's me and Godfrey today. 
That's actually a great picture. Yeah. Wait, you might remember this. Uh, do you remember the old Seven Up commercials? Make Seven Up yours. Of course, yeah. yeah. He was the spokes guy. He was the Seven yeah. Up guy. Make yeah. Seven Up. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So let me yeah. other cool people on your phone because I'm always curious. Oh. Like, like who? Like mine for me. Jake the Snake Roberts. It's pretty cool. Rob O'Neill's cool. Almost, I don't, not, you know what? Kamala. Remember Kamala, the old wrestler? Yeah, of course. Kamala's in my sh- phone. Who else? Be- I'm, I'm going to go through yeah. my fucking phone right now. Yeah, I, I tell you. We're going to end. We're going to end. This is how usually I end the podcast. <laughs> so we have Kim <laughs> Zimba story. Sorry, I'm doing like a hack burp radio. No, that's... <laughs> Well, you crush like five beers and you have to go on the, was it, I'm sorry, Boneyard? Is that what you're going on? No, I'm going on the Bonfire. Bonfire. With, uh, Big J and Big Dan J. Oakerson. Okay. Great show, by the way, if you listen to Comedy Central Radio. I remember when you were on Anthony's show, you were talking about going on. Didn't you go to Opie's comedy thing with that all those people there? Yeah, I was there. I was there at the comedy show at the uh, Village Underground. Um, yeah. No, uh, I love the Village Underground. Hey, question about comedian, uh, comedy, uh, Chad. You're back in New York now. Can you just show up at the cellar? Like, is your name heavy enough that you can just show up at the cellar? I've never, get- I've never been passed by the cellar. So my whole thing is I'm trying to get into the clubs because I'm a road guy. I'm a total road comic. Okay. What is that? What's the difference? Um, like, I'm a hardcore road. Like, I, I went out because I go out and make my living on the road. Okay. Where a lot of people stay in the city and they make their living and they go on the road occasionally. So I'm trying to switch. I'm going to reverse it so I could stay in the city and go out occasionally and become a headliner. Uh, which, you know, I headline clubs, but I want to become like – I'm doing it. My way, but it's probably not the right way. Now, it, can you? Because I know the cellar is like where people just go and they'll practice, but they crush it. Because I go to the cellar a lot. Can you just show up? Is your name heavy enough that you can go there and be like, "Hey, I'm do ten? No, really, not it. Yeah, no, I've never been passed. I, I'm just starting to get my tip my toe in water. Today. Are you it's, enjoying it? Like enjoying the ride right now, or is it a little oh, stressful? Dude, I, 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 I realize where I'm at, and I'm excited, and I'm. I, I, I realize I have a long way to go, but I, I realize I've come a long way. Do you think you have a long way? Like, how much? Because you're on every show. You're known. Like, if you Google you, you're on. Like, I get a weird. My, my, my trajectory. I can't even pronounce it right now. My, my whole. I, I've done everything my way, so I've kind of backdoored myself into different situations where. I, I basically went around gatekeepers, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> yeah, you got past the the dude at the door. Yeah, yeah. So without I mean, a hot chick next to you, really. Yeah. So I uh, I feel like uh, I don't know. I, I kind of like my, my career and how I'm doing it. It's because I, I was never. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I sound really pretentious, but I I just did it my way. Mm-hmm. Like there was no. Like, I had no blueprint on how I was going to do it. So, and. Luckily, luckily enough, like these, you know, these comedians that I worship, they just took a liking to me. A strong liking, though. I like yeah, that. I like that though. Yeah, but you know, here's why I like it. Because like, here's the thing: we live in a culture where, like, you feel like things you have to do them a certain way, a certain formula. Yeah. Right? And like, here's the thing: Mike will tell you this. I don't follow a blueprint. Go ahead. Mike will tell you this: the way I live my life in New York, and the way that I've always done things in New York, how I've survived in New York. It's been like exactly that. Like I don't do things like the way like that. Like I in, in accordance to like the script. Yeah. Because like I feel like following the script, in my opinion, and I feel like there's so there's people. There's a lot of people. It's boring. I have a real punk rock attitude. Yeah. And there's yeah. like a, there's like a, it's it's boring. Like I don't want to like just do things because like everybody's doing the same thing. I'm, I'm just going to, like, do my thing. I respect that. Do what that. I want to do it. I respect that. And, like, if it if it happens, it happens. If it fails, it fails. And, like, it's how I've met, like, guys like mine. Well, that's how I – that's something that I'm telling you. That's why you're one of my best friends, and I truly consider you my brother. And, Chad, here's why. People are like, yo, let's go to this club, this club, and you want to do cool shit. And I'm like, Simba, what do you want to do tonight? Nothing's funnier or fun for me than Simba meeting me at my house at 11 a.m. We have, like, lox and cream cheese, reading newspaper at a bar. 
Fast forward, it's 3 in the morning. He's sleeping on my couch. Like, nothing's bad in those moments. Yeah. Forget about that. Now, listen. <clears throat> we're going to wrap it up. Oh, so we're, I'm still going through the phone. Chad, I'll be honest. I, I was trying to save you. I don't think you got anybody. No, no. I got, <laughs> All right, let's see. It. Go. I got every famous comic in my phone. All right, give me four famous comics. We're not going to text them, but if you had to. Uh, well, I, I don't know. You're, you're a fan of comedy, right? Of course. Uh, Burt Kreischer. Yes, of course. That's a good one. I, I, I'm really good friends with uh, Chris D'Elia. Let's see who else. I'm just scrolling, scrolling. Amy Schumer. Oh, and now if you texted Amy, she'd write back to you? She kind of quit texting me back. Okay, okay. And fair. I think and it's no disrespect to Amy. It's just I haven't seen her. In, I, I have not seen Amy Schumer in, since she was filming Trainwreck. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. So it's been a long time. And, you know, she's people come and go. And <clears throat> I'm sure if I ran into her, like, mm-hmm. it would be like, hey, what's hey? Uh Fucking who else is in this goddamn phone of mine? Ooh, Artie. Artie's phone number. That's, and you, uh, how about one to impress me, Anthony? You have Anthony's phone number, right? Yes, I got a. Uh, but I, I'm talking. Fa- oh, this is a good one. This is just random. Warren G. You remember regulator? Of course, regulator. Yeah. Chad Zumach knows Warren G. Oh, I had, regulator. I had, call, I had him call into my old radio show to explain these nuts. It was no. no did you really? Oh, now, have you had him on your show? No, I See, haven't. Your show's uber fucking famous. How do you not have him on your show? <laughs> I need to fucking stop producing the Chad Zumach podcast. I would, lo- I would uh, love. I got Eric Nagel. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? Dude, I, I need Sex Bagel on here because I want to hear old Opie and Anthony stories. That's what I need. If you want Eric on the show, I can make that happen in five seconds. Well, we're gonna make Eric Nagel happen. Um, Chuck D from Public Enemies. Right, Chuck D. We're gonna go. With Chuck D is your most famous. Yeah, that's my Chuck D right there. All right, who's is my most famous? Rob O'Neill, the dude who killed Bin Laden, or Omar from The Wire. I say the guy who killed Bin Laden. Come on. Wait, son. now let's promote it on your podcast. We're in New York. I can't remember. Like, Simba, you have no. Simba, I'm the coolest person. We are in phone. New York at this point. Wow. But Chad Zumak, I want you to promote now on your podcast. Rob O'Neill will be on by January 15th. I promise you that. Is that a good one? I say January 16th. All right. Ah, you, you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chad, Chad, I want you to finish up with your plugs. I want you to your podcast, your website, your Twitter name. Uh, DaveChappelle.com. <laughs> Plug your plug your plug your plug. Hit me up on MySpace. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Chad Zumach, and you can see my name in the description. It's Z U M O C K. Uh, but if you are listening into the Texas area, uh, this is the, uh, this is the kind of thing I've been pushing hardcore. I um, I, I'm doing a tour with uh, Jim uh, uh, Jim Florentine. The beers are kicking in. Brody Stevens, Zach Galifianakis's favorite comedian. You got it, Brody Stevens. And Sam Tripley, we're going to be Thursday, San Antonio at the Blind Tiger. Uh, Friday, we're going to be at uh, a place called the Aqua Aqua Brew. <laughs> oh, God. In San Marcos. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to have to read. I'm going to say this very nice when I do the intro. I'm like, oh, this is Chad. He'll be at these places. <laughs> the, the, and if you live in Houston with Bobby Sura, we're going to be at the uh, Secret Group on uh, December 16th and 17th. Cap City Comedy Club. Come see this tour. They're four legitimate headliners. It's every bang for your buck. You're going to love it. And I'm also doing a big show in my hometown, Kent, Ohio. Four dead in Ohio. You're from Kent? Yes. Four dead in Ohio. December 23rd, Saturday. Me, Brent Ernst from Vince Vaughn's Wild West Comedy Tour at the Kent Stage. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to my YouTube. Blah, blah, blah. Simba. And I'm going to finish up with... Well, Simba, you go. Simba, end the show. I'm hey. gonna, I want to give my last plug, Simba. I'm, gonna, I'm actually a fan hey. of yours. So when you say, wow. no, when you say, oh, I sit here with Florentine and Lang and Anthony Kumi and like they're fucking hilarious and they're, 
I knew who you were a little bit when we met at the Fries Club. And I Googled you. I'm like, you know what? Let me look into it more. Your podcast is off the hook fucking funny because cool. it's just two guys hanging out. Wherever you. you do it, um, your comedy is funny. The improv with Florentine is funny. So I'm actually such Aww. a fan of yours. And it, I like knowing you before you're a superstar. So when you get huge and come back on, don't forget me. No, fuck that. Forget, no, but I mean this, I'm Chad. I'm forgetting you. For you to come. <laughs> I'm deleting you now, mother. Thank you, Chad, for coming to my show, man. Sim, end the show. No, thank you. Thank you for the nice like words. This is, is like, here's the thing. It's the best time to be like be coming up as a comedian right now, or as an actress, or as an anybody in general. Because like here's the world to know. <laughs> you are coming in in like a. I'm coming in hot. Hot, yes. In so like a, a post, like, like a huh? sexual harassment like era. <laughs> I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love so like it. you don't have to face that shit. And and Chad, if you want to sexually harass me in the bathroom, I will be okay. I with would it. love for a girl to come out and say. They'll something. be like, no, like, woman. Oh, I don't give a shit. fuck. <laughs> I'm s- it's so everyone's a hypocrite. Everyone's a liar. Shut up, Chad. Yeah, all right, Chad Zubak. By the way, I know yeah. we're yeah. No, 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 no. Yo, Chad Zubak. You notice Zubak. the women are coming out against these? I know athletes. They're scumbags. Yeah. Oh, I know. You know why? Because there's no jobs. Not one. Not one. Zero. Zero. Who wants to be a? Uh, uh, what female wants to be an NBA head coach or a, yeah. a GM of a football team? Zero jobs. You asshole. Zero. Chad uh, Zubak, Simba. Thank you guys so much. And let's have, Chad, let's have with cheers. We're gonna hand. Hey. The Stand best. Up. Oh, God. Cheers. Chats. Cheers. Thank you.